I just want to watch the game. Welcome to On and Off the Pitch. No Ebony Sadden? Like, really? Anyway, get to that later. Hello and welcome. This is On and Off the Pitch. I'm Rodney Cyrus. Hope you're all well. It's that time. We're talking football and extra bits of stuff. Uh, WSL expansion, really? Or is it WSL expansion, really? Or is it WSL expansion, really? Take it anywhere you want. This is big news. Big news. We are at the beginning of this episode of On and Off the Pitch and we're recapping everything. This is big news. Two of the WSL managers have added their weight behind the idea of the WSL expanding beyond the 12 teams currently in the league. Yep, that's right. According to an article in the Guardian newspaper by Susie Rack, no less, Emma Hayes and Gareth Taylor believe this, as in the WSL expansion, is a good idea. They believe it's an excellent idea. Hayes and Taylor, sounds like a cop program waiting to be made, script. Um, apparently heralded these claims without even any prior questioning to this scenario, potential scenario. And uh, and they believe it would be a great thing for the neutral fan. The neutral fan. Um, what can I say? The neutral fan. Uh, well, I, for one, disagree. This isn't just a new thing. This isn't just a new conversation. This isn't something new for fans. Fans up and down the country have been asking for an expansion of the WSL, the championship and other leagues for years. They've been asking for it as long as I've been watching the women's games, three years. This is a conversation that's been, so, you know, Emma Hayes, great, Gareth Taylor, great. But it's not a new conversation. Uh, and I've lamented about this far too often, um, about the limited number of games on this platform with fans attached to a variety of clubs, fans attached to West Ham, Bristol, Manchester United, Manchester City, Spurs even, all had the same conversation. Why are there so few teams in the WSL? I mean, I could never understand how a league with 12 teams could stretch a season's worth of games from September to April or May. They just, I just didn't, the maths didn't quite add up. But we're here. It's now. And because these two heavyweight managers have spoken, it will come to pass, probably, that the league will expand at some point hopefully, maybe soon. Uh, and this conversation wouldn't just benefit the top league. No, 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 no. 
it would open things up for the championship. It would open things up for the national team, national leagues. Ooh, the national team, I slipped, I slipped. The national league, um, I slipped in terms of where I was going. I was thinking ahead. Um, and I, I cannot remember how many times, honestly, I cannot remember how many times I've, I've had this conversation about the WSL expanding and it, you know, they, it, and I've actually throw something else in which I've said many times before that they don't do a relegation for a season to see how it goes. You know, this is a stage where you can experiment. It's not the be all and end all. I know I'm quite good at having ideas and people nicking them. I'll give you this one. Won't go wrong if you say we're trying something for a year. Gosh. But anyway, uh, I can remember uh, a number of times that I threw that question out. And, you know, every time I said it, I always felt that there was just a lack of real urgency for people to expand the league. I mean, there's all this talk about we're going to grow the game. We're going to, you know, help the audience grow, you know, build all those things, et cetera, et cetera. But the reality is, if you don't have games to go and watch, not about on the TV, if you don't have games to see, no one's going to go. You have 12 teams. 12. 12. So, yes, uh, for Emma Hayes and Gareth Taylor to add their weight to a conversation which has been had for many, many months by many, many fans is fantastic. Let's see what happens. But from this point... In terms of the WSL expansion, because everything is top heavy, it's all about what's happening there, not. The question I pose with this groundbreaking news is do we believe that there will be enough space in the calendar, which is already stretched, to add more fixtures? Remember, it wasn't too long ago where people were talking about we can't have a, a World Cup too, too frequently because... Players will get tired. What will happen if they add more games to the league? But players not get tired? That's one question. Uh, and the other question is, will this see a shift away from the international football, which has been the driving force for women's football in the UK? And I did start with what? No Ebony Salmon. Come back to that. So all good questions, right? All good questions about the international uh, football. Will it shift the importance away from international football to the league? And how are they going to squeeze in all of these extra games, considering people are talking about fatigue already with 12 teams? Answers on a postcard, if people still do. What's the digital version of a postcard? Is it an email? Can't be. There's no stamps. Uh, anyway, all good questions for sure. And I am in no real position, none, to locate an answer which is suitable at the moment. Anyway. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm in no way, I'm in no way uh, uh, do I possess the, the knowledge right now to say, answer any of those questions that I've posed. I've just posed them. Uh, anyway, um, what I'm going to say, a little break away from this. Um, today's pod chat is a little bit strange because I'm not going to do a review and talk about the championships results and games. I'm going to do that in a, in a follow-up pod this week uh, and kind of give it a little bit more time and a little bit more, a little bit more love, uh, really. Uh, what I will say is this now, 
in terms of the championship, I'll say it just once for this. It's Liverpool's to lose. That's it. That's it. Um, and 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 really and truthfully, that is it. It's Liverpool's to lose. Um, with that said, I want you to look out for um, when I do the review. It'll be a pod chat discussion, little coffee and ch chat pod chat, where I talk about the the championship and and what happens, what happened, and what could happen uh, going forward in uh, the next few weeks. Anyway, it's time for this. Ooh, close, close. They say you should never hurt animals. Ever. This is nothing to do with the WSL. This is real news outside of the world of women's football and outside of football, but attached to football. They say you should never hurt animals. Some TV programs, films actually have a disclaimer indicating that where animals were part of the filming production, that no harm was caused to any animals in the production, right? You've seen them, right? I've seen it. I remember it. I don't even remember what film it was, but I definitely do recall that disclaimer, right? So this week, we have a Premier League footballer making the rounds in social media. Uh, player's name is Kurt Zuma, currently, and I say currently, with West Ham. Uh, apparently, in the video, and I say apparently, I haven't seen the video, but I've seen the, the fallout. Uh, and I don't want to see the video. Sometimes you can read about things and you can see the fallout or, on social media hit, and you just think, I don't need to see that. Um, not that I'm an, an animal lover in any way, you know, I, I, I like my neighbor's cat, I don't own a cat, but you know. Uh, Kurt Zuma was seen to cause harm to a cat. This isn't cool. It isn't right. It's not cool and it's not right. And it's quite bizarre and disturbing. And due to this, due to what could only be described as something really, apart from being silly, but upsetting and dangerous and harming. There are a lot of individuals probably calling for him to have his contract cancelled, terminated, ripped up by West Ham, right? Currently, that's what's happening right now. And I can get it. Totally, totally get it. I can totally get it. This is something that you don't want to see. This is something that you don't want to read about. This is something that you don't. This is the, the UK are cat dog lovers. They love animals, unless they're hunting foxes, apparently. But they love animals. I jest about the foxes. I live in the city. What do I know? Um, so it's not it's not cool, and it's not right. So looking on Twitter, you know, Henry Winter tweeted, I'm reading it verbatim, uh, West Ham have unreservedly condemned Kurt Zuma for kicking his cat I mean, seriously, just even reading that sound. Bonkers. Um, sorry, that's, he didn't say that in the tweet. He said, West Ham have unreservedly condemned Kurt Zuma for kicking his cat. He can't represent them on the field at the moment. For, for how long is up to Moyes and the board to decide? He also needs to undergo an education programme for the RSPCA and that poor cat housed with somebody who cares. Uh, you know... Seriously, I mean, they say footballers are stupid sometimes, but he's going to have to have an a, an education program 
about not being cruel to an animal. Probably he doesn't have enough time in, in his day. Um, it wasn't just Henry Winter. Laura Woods on TalkSport stated quite clearly, she said, what sort of person do you, you know, what, what sort of person are you to do something like that, right? How can you treat a living creature like that? And in front of your kids, you know? I dread to think what the kids watching him think is acceptable. Um, and this is terrible. This is truly terrible. A, a, a human being harming an animal, living human animal. How dare he do that? How is, is so, he's an idiot to say the very least. You know, from, from, from this platform, I will say this. There are small monsters everywhere in our life, not just football, but even in sport. This week, it was Kurt Zuma. Last week, it was Mason Greenwood. People give Marcus Rashford a hard time for feeding his, for feeding kids. Not doing enough. How dare he spend time helping others? But, or, you know, but we have other footballers who are not necessarily following Marcus's lead and they're doing what I call other shit which in itself isn't cool. It's not cool and it's not right. Um, so it is a good job for Kurt Zuma that the prime minister is doing his level best to keep spirits up by adding his own kind of craziness to the landscape that is the United Kingdom. And so the Kurt Zuma thing will probably die down within a, a few days because Boris Johnson will take the headlines yet again. But it's not cool. It's not cool and it's not right. Footballers, don't they have enough things to do, like training or something like that? Don't they? They don't. Um, so, yeah, that, I mean, as a bizarre, strange thing for you to be known about, like, a, you know, imagine playing some board game and they're asking you a question. In which year did a footballer Kick a cat. I, yeah, I, you know, you just kind of, when you say the sentence, you just think he kicked the cat. And uh, Laura Woods is right. You know, what are the children thinking? Well, you know, Laura, I'll tell you something. There are so many things that human beings do as adults that children watch all the time. You know, you've only got to look back at the, uh, the, the finals, um, that were at Wembley and saw what adults were doing then. It would be very difficult for a school assembly to try and say this is, you know, appropriate behaviour, but we'll try. As, as always, it's always about education, isn't it? It's not about someone just saying they were wrong and they won't do it again. Education is always the key. Like he didn't know that wasn't something you should do. Whew. Wow. The world it is truly, truly, truly bonkers. Okay, so it's going to be a little bit of a snappy roundup of WSL style. Okay, so very quickly, I'm going to go through the WSL results in my own style. Leicester finding points. Who knew? Birmingham looks set to exit the WSL with only four points on the board. Who knew? 
Everton lose points and a management team. Who knew? Boy, oh boy. Man United kick away three points and Arsenal have a better day. Uh, Reading, they sleepwalking up the league. West Ham are the true team in Claret. Tottenham go big with four and Chelsea win. Again. That was your WSL snappy roundup. It was really snappy. Tell me about it. Kirby and Kerr. Unbelievable. So, um, in terms of the games and the results, it was all, you know, it went to plan for some, but not for others. Let's go through the actual scorelines themselves. Man United uh, playing away at Arsenal. They drew 1-1. Against 10 men, they failed to get all three points. I don't know how that happened, but it did. Uh, Everton losing their management team. Uh, go on to lose the game by two goals to one. Reading, bang, sleepwalking up the league. Who knew what they were doing? Tottenham, after recent results, come back with a big four goals to nil. Nice for them. Still up at the top of the league. Uh, Aston Villa, unfortunately at home, lose to West Ham, who were travelling. Go up the hammers. Unlucky about Kurt Zuma. Uh, maybe they can talk to him about Cats. Uh, Birmingham, uh, with a player sent off. And uh, do you know what? Yeah, a player sent off. I, I, sometimes the referee, I don't know if they actually read the game. Really? Um, they lose two goals, um, lose a game by two goals to one to Leicester, who are finding a bit of a groove. And it was a game which you call your six-pointer, but it really was that important. And Manchester City, despite having such, you know, suave moves in the week, they face Chelsea, who grind out, probably, uh, a 1-0 win. What can I say? Um, so, you know, the league is as it is, and it's really interesting at the bottom. Birmingham, you know... At this point, with four points on the board, it's going, It's looking very difficult. Leicester have got nine points. Just above them is Everton. Just above them is Aston Villa with 13. And above them is Brighton with 16. So in that little section, anything can change. But right now, it looks nailed on for Birmingham in a 12-league, or in a 12-team league, should I say, that they may not escape. But who knows? It might go their way they made it quite clear that they've got fight they've got know-how about in terms of how to escape a, a similar situation in which uh bristol went down last year um, but this is a very different year leicester have found a little bit of a groove a little bit of momentum they've got the points they have five points between them and at the very least leicester will want to make sure that they get three points next time and at least a minimum of point they don't want to lose because it means it pulls them right back into it just in in, in the case of Birmingham getting a result at the other end of the table. Things are looking a little bit kind of uh, hot under the cover um, collar for Arsenal. You know, they were breezing before. Everyone was kind of saying it's theirs to lose. Uh, or should I say they were going to win it outright? You know, they've dropped points. You know, they've got 30 points now. Chelsea, you know, a game in hand, two points behind. It's all going for them. Manchester United in third, played really good football. Kind of, you know, I say almost a counter-attacking style, whatever that is in terms of Manchester United. Uh, great player. Alicia Russo's control and touch on the ball is absolutely fantastic. Really is good. Really is good. Um, but they're running about the mix. Tottenham with their win, their rounds, they've got 24 points. Manchester United with 25 and Chelsea with 28 is still interesting. The one that's really interested to me is Reading. Tiptoed. Such a horrible start at the, the beginning of the season. 
We've got 22 points on the board. They're fifth in the league. It's good. They're above Manchester City and with a game in hand. Go, go. Look at that. You just don't know. They literally sleepwalked to that position. Didn't see it coming. Really good news for them. It's it's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. And um, more of that coming up in terms of league games. Who knows what's going on? I must go down to Reading. I must go. I must go and watch them play live. Uh, actually, I haven't been to watch a WSL game live for quite some time. Um, who knows? I might go to the Reading Man United game. Hmm, possible. It is possible. Um, but I'm going to actually go and talk a little bit, a little, <laughs> a little bit about uh, um, this Arnold Cup international news. Yeah, just, just in a minute. <laughs> Everything's about going big. We all go big. Uh, and I see I have a comment. Whoa, Stuart in the house. Is there any chance that you you can uh, shout out the Football Supporters Association's football survey? Uh, I've got to be honest, I'll put it up on the screen any chance I can shout out. I believe there is a survey. I haven't seen it or direct. I can put that on the screen, uh, Stuart. There it is. There is a survey for the FSA. Uh, if you go to at Since71blog, last post, you see it there. Good stuff. Um, I myself, ha I haven't been on Twitter as much. And when I do go on, I kind of, I go back and I miss things and things like that. But if that's happening, um, that's good. I'm not sure what the the survey is, but it's going to be football related. It's definitely something that we all want to know about because it's football. We all love football. Uh, so look, um, news about this Arnold Cup. You know, I have a, I'm a real love of international football. I love it. I love it in the women's game. I absolutely love the international news. Superb. Uh, apparently, it says that Steph uh, Steph Houghton will miss the Arnold Clark Cup because of injury, uh, which is uh, disappointing for her because, you know, only just uh, getting back up to speed for Manchester City, you know, they've seen a little bit of return to form as well. It's always good when the top players return. Such a big um, character for them and a big personality. And, and uh, no doubt that will be a concern for the England manager. But the England manager, also let's say Lionesses manager, will probably think about if, if um, Steph cannot make it, there has to be an alternative. There has to be someone else to look at and bring into the squad. Uh, so, you know, in terms of that sense, it would make total sense to think beyond Steph. Because Steph is 33, not writing you off Steph. 33 is good, you know. 33 is like... 21 in, you know, whatever he is. But it's, you know, after a lengthy layoff to come back and then have the so many games, there's going to be niggles, there's going to be, you know, slight aches. It's expected, to, you know, where you might get a pulled muscle here or there. So uh, from my point of view, no real great surprise because it does happen when players get to a certain point in their career when they've been off for a long, long time. If you have an injury in one area and you've been focusing on that in terms of your recovery, there's going to be an imbalance somewhere else and you pull, tweak, etc. So we'll see what happens going forward. Uh, the Lioness squad, you know, is is packed with internationals who can play in a number of places, positions. Um, just up to Rachel Daly. She knows about moving around. Uh, the Arnold Cup um, competition, all the fixtures are going to be roughly in 
February. Woo! Uh, the games in terms of uh, who they are against and when on the 17th of February, it believes it's uh, Germany v Spain at the Riverside Stadium. England play uh, Spain on the 20th of February at Carroll Road, Norwich. Nice. Uh, Spain play uh, Canada, which would be a very good game to watch for me as a neutral, uh, on a, at the Mullinex Wolverhampton's uh, stadium on the 23rd of February. I'll say that again. Then England, Canada are on the 17th of February at the Riverside Stadium, uh, Canada, Germany at Carroll Road on the 20th, and England v Germany on the 23rd at uh, uh, Wolverhampton. So, there, you know, got lots going on, lots going on. So much, so much. So, you know, what was interesting, you know, I'm not really a Lioness. I'm not really a Lioness fan. I'm not. Um, I'm not really a Lioness. I've just seen, oh, message, thanks also, DM. I will, okay, yeah, I'll look out for the DM. I haven't checked anything, uh, Stuart, but I will do. Um, I'll, I'll get back to you. Um, I'm not really a Lioness fan. I don't follow them as, as much. But, you know, when fixtures are called out, you kind of look and you think, mm, who's there? And um, I'm looking through and I think all the names, yeah, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, they, that looks like, yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking, what is, uh, no, Ebony Salmon. I, haven't, I have no idea if Ebony Salmon's injured or not. I've got no idea. No. Um, but I'm shocked if she isn't injured and she's not been called up. And, you know, I personally, I think Ebony should just cut her losses and sit by the phone and wait for Jamaica to call, really. Um that's just me putting my ten pence worth in it. You know what I mean? This, yeah. Sometimes the vibe isn't there, and you know, I, I, for me, I don't, I don't sense the vibe. I don't sense the vibe. There's no vibe. There's no love. There's no bringing for that. So, Ebony, you know, if you, you know, you want to go somewhere else and watch some uh, play for someone else, uh, yeah, do it. That's what I say. Um, going away from the lionesses and the Arnold Clark Cup, which is all fantastic. Uh, games taking place in the Premier League are good. I know we've jumped, we've jumped around today. We really have jumped around, which is good. Um, fixtures taking place tonight, actually. Um, Newcastle, Everton, uh, big game. West Ham, Watford, big game. Burnley, Manchester United, big game, big game. Um, you know, Newcastle, Everton, Watford, Burnley all at the bottom of the league, all have issues in terms of, you know, whether they're going to be pulled into this this relegation battle truly and they're going to have to fight their way out. Newcastle have got money, they've got players in. They, there's a little bit of a buzz about the squad, what's happening for them. Everton have got a new management team. Frank Lampard's there. They've got new players, uh, one from Manchester United, uh, Van der Beek, uh, Deli Ali, who, you know, probably wishes that, yeah, Amazon Prime documentary was never made. And, you know, Jose Mourinho never asked, you know, are you Deli Ali or Deli Ali's brother? You know, because that's just, yeah, a thing. Um, so he's now at Everton and Everton really need to get points against a Newcastle team that are, you know, kind of trying to get out of their position right now. So it's, it's all interesting. West Ham are doing well, um, but they've got Catgate going on. So they may not have the best reception from Watford fans. You know, we know what kind of uh, uh, songs are going to be coming out in terms of that fixture. But the game, obviously, there's Burnley who are really in a very difficult position. And then there's Manchester United. And there's Manchester United who are in a position where, 
You know, they've got so many good players, so many top quality players. Everyone goes, yeah, everyone's there, it's world class and it's this and that. And there's this phrase that's always used, you know, whenever they have a good game, it's like, oh, they're turning the corner, they're turning the corner, they're running, they're turning the corner. And I'm like thinking, they've been turning the corner so long, it's like a circle. I've never known people turn the corner so much. It's either the world's biggest circle or it's the world's longest zigzag. I'm not sure which one it is because they're always turning a corner. And for other teams, they're never turning a corner. They're just trying to do well. So I think with, with, with Manchester United and all of what's expected of them because they're a big club and they've won so many trophies, sometimes you have to just kind of take stock of where you are at the minute. And sometimes you win games, you lose games, and that's it. Turning the corner, I don't know what that means because every team's every team is at a point where they could be turning the corner where a result will go one way or another, whether it's an individual performance or a collective performance. It's just how it is. So I kind of like turning the corner. What are, I mean, they've been on this bend on the Formula One racetrack for years. They're turning this corner forever. It, just, it probably looks like the Nevada desert is just like distance and there's a horizon right at the end of like wherever, pinpoint. It's just never going to get there. But anyway, in terms of games, those games are on. Uh, those games are on tonight. Tonight's the night. Uh, a very, very different feel and look to today. I've bounced around, touched a little bit on the Lioness and the Arnold Cup fixtures and players not being available. Uh, WSL review, snappy, short and sharp. Hopefully you liked it. Uh, but I'm going to actually come back in the week and do a, a, a kind of detailed look at the FAWC championship and get back to you with that. But in terms of where we started, really not Ebony Sabin, got to say it. And a, a WSL uh, expansion. Yeah, really? Um, who, when, when, how? Where, where, you know, fans have been talking about it for such a long time, such a long time. Uh, and if it's about getting players, or sorry, if it's about getting fans in the ground, then they are going to have to factor in kickoff times, scheduling, etc., because they squeeze the life out of other competitions like the Conti Cup, which no one ever sees. It's like a Wizard of Odd spin-off episode. Everything's behind the curtain. And then there's these international breaks that pop up all over the season, which then lengthens the league because it only has 12 teams. And I'll say again, if there is an increased number of teams in the league, what does that mean for international football? Will it no longer be the driving force within the women's game in the UK? It, I will be interested to find out if that's going to happen because I generally don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it at all. But the strangest things could happen. Anyway, this was on and off the pitch. Pod chat, football, etc. I'm Rodney Cyrus. Until next time, laters. I just want to watch the game.
I just want to watch the game. 